So hi, one of the Good Noise Podcast. I'm Shane. I'm Glory. And we're here with Shrek the Third. Fuck yeah. And we're asking <laughs> some questions say about his upcoming EP, I Dream the Future. So congrats on that, by the way. How do you feel about the response to the announcement so far? I think no one knows what this even is yet. Quite but frankly. I feel like every time I try and explain it a little more, I get more confusion on what I'm actually releasing. Quite frankly, so. dude, we're about to interview you about it. I got no fucking idea what's going on. There's yeah. music. There's a video. <laughs> that's all I know. <laughs> yeah. And you know what I've realized, too? I like I've now seen the full thing at this point in time. I've like we've we've edited it all together. There's some coloring stuff happening, things like that. But as I'm like editing it and watching it, I'm like, there really is no elevator pitch 30 second explanation of what this actually is so i've given up trying i think i'm just hoping the mystery of it <laughs> makes people want to experience it well we're gonna try but my first question to you is uh, you set the release date without the fucking thing being done i did yeah. <laughs> that's ballsy <laughs> you know let me tell you let me tell you a story let me break this down okay. for you so I'll, I'll explain a little bit what it fully is and then I'll explain the timeline and that'll help you realize like the absurdity of what's going on behind the okay. scenes here. So back a year ago around this time, um, the CEO of my label, Jonathan, we were sending voice memos back and forth actually about the unreleased demo project that we were just talking about. Mm -hmm. um, and he somehow he didn't realize that I was like producing all of my own stuff too. Like he did, I don't know how that like during our conversations didn't come up. Like he signed me not knowing I was a producer also. So he had this idea of what if you came in to the studio and we brought cameras and you recorded one song in one day and we like made a big deal out of it. And I was like, that's not enough for me. Let's do four songs in three days. And uh, <laughs> okay. one song in one day is just simply not a challenge. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, we got to, there has to be at least one day where you can visibly see me stressed or else this is not going to be interesting. And one song, one day is like, I, that's not that crazy it's to breeze. me. Let's have a day where I have to get through two songs or else I've failed mm -hmm. and let's try it. And so we shot that back in August. Um, we went, we did three days and actually, let me ask, is this going to air before or after the film's out? Cause I this will be after. Yeah. Okay. So we did it. We we got the four songs done. Um, then, because I'm a madman, I was like, I don't want this just to be a documentary and an EP because I'm all about the fictional storylines, things like that. And so while we were writing the songs in the studio, this doesn't make the documentary, but I'm on my phone almost the whole time while producing, while writing lyrics, while doing that stuff, writing my vomit sheet for a storyline that we can then shoot a short film and music video series about. And so what the presentation is, is it's going to start off with five minutes of documentary and then cut to 10 minutes of short film, then 10 minutes of documentary, music video, 10 minutes of documentary, music video, kind of go back and forth. So you'll be getting how I wrote the EP, you'll be getting the EP, and you'll be getting the fictional storyline all in one two-hour presentation. So that's what it is. The reason the timeline has changed, I've delayed this project four times because different people who are involved have had like crises come up in their lives. And so mm -hmm. suddenly editing got really difficult. Shooting the short films got really difficult. And it got to the point where I was like, I'm going to learn how to edit video just so I can edit my own film. And so this is also my first time video editing my own Dude, stuff. you're fucking ridiculous. I started with a two hour film <laughs> as my first time video editing. So, 
yeah, that's why I part of the reason for the me not having it done, but then announcing the release date was that I delayed it so many times. And the label, you know, they have their connections, their networks, the people they want to see it. They were like, look, if we delay this again, we're going to lose a lot of the opportunity with it. So I was like, fine, mm-hmm. I'll do it myself. Keep the date. So that's what happened. That is fucking nuts. I mean, bro, the fact that you're taking on a two hour project is like you're intro into editing is insane i've been editing for very many years and like today i had to edit a 40 minute podcast that goes out later today and i i like wanted to have a heart attack i was like all i gotta do is chop this up a little bit i was like this is too much for me and you're over here <laughs> color grading and shit like i uh i did it in two weeks <laughs> oh my god <laughs> i uh i literally when i announced when I released the trailer, I edited the trailer before I started editing the film. So the trailer <laughs> came out before the film. Was You're done. just like, I kind of hope it kind of looks this way. <laughs> like, actually. <laughs> You're just putting your vision board out in public and you're like, ah, this is what <laughs> it's going to look like. <laughs> I mean, luckily, I wrote, I wrote the script. I directed the shooting. So I knew, right? Which helps. Yeah. yeah. But no, I, I for sure, like, that trailer was my actual first video. And then I was like, all right, time for a two hour film. Let's do it. That is fucking crazy. <laughs> that is that is that that is the most Daniel Sherman thing I think I've heard on this entire podcast. And every single time you never fail to amaze us in the mm-hmm. bullshit that goes on. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate it. I appreciate it. It's been, I, you know, I, I needed to go big with this one because I like I feel like I've sucked this year. I had my what I consider my first flop of a project, which was the unreleased demo project. No one cared. So, you know, it was just like I like worked so hard at it and then nothing happened. I was like, wow, that sucked. And then my folk inspired singer song, whatever you want to call that EP was like, I loved it. It was deeply personal. But because it was such a hard left, people were like, "Uh, I don't know. And so I was like, okay, whatever I do next has to be like. I actually got really ambitious with, with the vision was like, I want to unite old crown and chains fans. Anyone who hasn't cared about my solo stuff. I want them to like what I'm doing. I want current Daniel Sherman fans to like what I'm doing. And I want random strangers who've never met me and could care less to also be curious enough to watch it. So mm-hmm. it's, um, it's definitely a return to form in a way. It's certainly not the singer songwriter stuff, but it is, it really is a culmination of everything you've done up until this point, you know? Yeah, I hope so. so. You you nailed that on the head. Hot for that, it. That so vision. I hope so. <laughs> Hell yeah! And very excited uh, to see this documentary when it mm-hmm. hopefully hits the deadline. It's made it. We're done. Oh Black shit! We did it. Hell yeah. yeah! I'm done with it. So Fuck yeah, tight. Very excited. <laughs> Counting down the days. Um, me too. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, so, is there any meaning behind the EP title or cover art? Yeah. So the title. It's it's you know what's so cool about this by the way is I'm gonna tell you all this and you'll actually get to see the moments that the things I'm gonna tell you happen in the doc. That's just so cool to me. That's never happened before. Hmm. Um, the idea for the title and the project itself came from like kind of the duality of the word dreams. There's dreams on one hand as like the surrealist, bizarre things you see in your sleep, like the you wake up in class naked and it's humiliating. And then you wake up again, like you wake up again in the real world and then it didn't actually happen. And it's like, what even are dreams, right? It's a weird thing. And my music's weird. So I was like, dreams are a cool concept to dive into. But also dreams as like ambitions, like who, where you want to see yourself in five years, what you want this project to be, who you want yourself to be. Um, 
And so, I mean, the title kind of gives it away, but the idea was what if those weird surrealist things you see when you're asleep are also exactly who you're going to be in five years. Um, Hmm. And quite literally, this is is ridiculous. This part we didn't get on camera, but in my thought process, I actually did think of like the common dream of you wake up naked and it's super embarrassing. And I was like, what if that shame and that embarrassment and that guilt or and the devastation of a moment like that was exactly where you'd end up in five years? How would that sound? Mm-hmm. And so that was kind of what I dove into with this one. Okay. Um, the cover art is you're seeing, uh, what was the cover? Oh, it's me in the rain. That cover art um, in the film, you'll see it takes place in my subconscious and kind of at a really, really crucial um, point in the storyline, it starts raining in my subconscious. And so that's what that cover art is. Okay. Very you're fucking cool. insane man sorry <laughs> i'm just you're crazy this is awesome um so can you tell us a little bit about your writing process for the cp yeah basically this is anxiety that's how it happened yeah I mean. um i showed up to the studio and we we're like I, it didn't really sink in how stupid my idea was until i walked through the doors and i was like okay i'm gonna set up drums but i don't know if i'm gonna play them i'm gonna sit at a piano and find a melody i have no idea what this song's about yet but i'm just gonna just gotta move mm-hmm. yeah and so like track one dreams we finished day one in entirety of day one was dreams the first track um and it, it really did come pretty naturally i started that song kind of saying i want to start with like an absurd opening line something you would never say to someone in public and so I was like, I think I'm a die soon. You don't just walk up to someone and say, you think you're going to die soon. Let's start yeah. with that. Mm-hmm. And um, within, I think all the lyrics were done as, as I'm writing and producing at the same time. So it's slower for me than normal. But within an hour, I had all the lyrics for that song finalized and we were building the genre switches and the breakdowns and things like that. Mm-hmm. Track two, I woke up, I couldn't sleep. I woke up at 6 a.m. and I wrote just that piano riff that starts the song. Mm-hmm. And off of that piano riff, I wrote every single lyric to that song in 10 minutes. Um, oh, wow. Track three, the rap song, we, we'd we had two songs we needed to start and finish on the third day. It was mad stressful. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And uh, I wrote half of that song in Starbucks. I wrote half of that song at the piano in the studio. And so ironically, the song with the most words was the quickest to write. All the lyrics were done for that song in a cumulative of under 10 minutes. Jeez. And the production on that song was the quickest one, actually. We knocked that out in, I think, three hours. The whole entire thing was done. Jesus Christ. So you you just went, like, the, the only ideas that you had was just, I'm going in and I'm going to do four songs in three days. You didn't have any sort of, like, anything written before everything Nothing. start to finish in the Nothing. studio three you days. You can see in the documentary, I come up with, the dream concept in the car on the way there okay. and i'm frantically like christian start filming because we need to capture this because i just had the idea for the project <laughs> yeah. like it's it it that... we're not there yet dude but it started <laughs> yeah it was that on the spot yeah. like it's unreal unreal and then my, fa- my personal favorite track the last track that entire song was written melodically everything in under 13 minutes jesus Christ. wow um on the last day that so. is crazy wow and I do just want to touch on the uh, the production quality of this EP. Um, I would not have guessed that you did this in four days. Fucking insane! I think it's it's some of your your best work, honestly. I think it's I think it's it's so it's exactly how I like to hear my music. So you did perfect. Thank you so much. That seriously, that means a lot. 
Um, I that was my biggest concern with when the, we had the idea was how are we going to like on, on the one hand, it's the first time I've started and finished music with access to that multi-million dollar studio, right? Mm-hmm. So the resources, like almost all my music up until this point, has been made in a basement mm-hmm. with a computer from 2013 that crashes on us all the time and there's latency. So like I'm hitting the, the, the pad or the piano or whatever I'm playing and mm-hmm. it takes two seconds for the sound to come through. So this is yeah. the first time I'm actually it's, granted. I should have known that would make it sound better, but in my head, I was like, how am I going to release? Cause I needed it to be my best music. How am I going to release my best music in three days? So it, it genuinely means a lot. You said that. Cause I've been terrified that I'm kidding myself this whole time. So. You're no, you're killing yourself. it, man. Yeah. You're not yeah. kidding yourself. <laughs> Uh, so I want you to tell us your favorite lyric off this EP and what it means to you. Oh, I know you ask me this mm-hmm. every time we've every ever talked. Time. We yeah. do and ask you the same questions every single that? time we talk. Is it always Glory who asked it to you? I feel like it is. Probably. I'm, probably. Yeah. Yeah. I if it's an EP, it's like... it's me. If it's an album, it's Shane. Interesting. So you have, hold on. Sorry. I'm going to interview you now. Do you have scripts for like who reads what? They're right here. Yeah, it's literally on Discord. It's just <laughs> yeah. it's just written out. It's like a, a short form version of what the question is. That's so smart. But then we read each other's minds if we know we're going to skip a question. Mm-hmm. That makes we sense. We text each That's other. <laughs> I'm, I no, don't sometimes we don't even have to text each other. Yeah, I don't. I don't doubt that you're telepathically communicating yeah. the whole time. Mm-hmm. Have you ever? Have you ever? Let me ask this. Actually, I'm interv- I'm straight up interviewing. Oh, that's you fine. Now. That's fine. Have you that's ever, cool. during one of these interviews, like? telepathically communicated how over the interview you were yes yes like, so <laughs> absolutely we're, like, we're gonna rush through this and just end this thing ASAP. Yeah. Yes. Yes. yes yes doing it right now actually i'm kidding but <laughs> oh i knew i mean i knew that joke i set you up for that <laughs> you did that was a slam dunk that was right perfect, there dude. but um no there are times where like we will lock eyes and have to keep a straight face because it's like that's just kind of how the interview's been going. And like, yeah. if the hosts just start randomly laughing, it's not a good look, you know? No, it's not. But it's happened before. But I've, I've stopped myself. Because sometimes Shane messages me something. I don't know why, but he sends me like a, like a joke or something. And you During can see when I read it, I process it. And then I, I just start smiling. And I'm like, this person is talking about something, you know, Traumatic. dark or depressing. Like, this and I'm is over here giggling. Trauma and you're like... <laughs> The, the best one that I've had is Glory when she asks the death row question. She's like, "So is it okay if we're gonna switch away from music, like to from this point you. forward?" Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and she's and I'm like, I text him like, "What are you gonna do if an artist says no?" <laughs> <laughs> like, what are you? I mean, that's do? a valid question. Is the interview just over? Exactly. I never thought about it. Yeah. <laughs> It's just that's never I, happened, has it? No, 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 not yet. But I'm just gonna be like, oh. well, fuck you. We're we're moving on. I'm sorry. So that is so funny. Oh, I hope someone does it. <laughs> no, I, I mean, I mean, like you're like as you okay. Let me remember this. As your friend, I don't hope someone does it. Mm-hmm. As a viewer of the channel and an agent of chaos, I really want to see your shit's face. This guy's manifesting. Like, nah, this guy's manifesting the first interview next week. Just goes no, Gloria. I don't want to answer no. any more questions. I'm done here. Like, like, I want them. No, I don't. I want it to be like really. I want them to guilt trip you. Like I want them to be like that makes me so uncomfortable. I this interview's over. And then so you want You want to see me in your pain? Face process what just happened. Like that's. What I, I would probably just be agent like, of chaos and be oh me. Glory would be near tears. I just be like remember when i told you so <laughs> oh, 
I need you guys to send me the list of your interviews next week. I'm going to bribe them to do it. I'm no! <laughs> Don't fucking do that. I will give you $50. <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyway, favorite lyric was yeah. the question, yeah. right? <laughs> yes. Um, I mean, it's such a cop-out, but it's really true. The, the line, don't open your eyes. Um, that line is, is I, I've honestly, I, oh my gosh, I'm getting, uh, sorry. Damn, up. Damn, he's fucking popular um, over here. Right. Um, that was just Beyonce. I can't yeah. Oh, shit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that line, don't open your eyes. I've watched the moment in the film where I sing that for the first time so many times and i've actually cried every time i've done it um because i wrote it so fast that i didn't process what it meant to me i didn't process what it even meant mm -hmm. like i honestly when i wrote that line i think i was just thinking what is something that has to do with dreams eyes have to do with dreams opening closing your eyes has to do with dreams um but when i sang it for the first time and i i kind of force you to watch the whole moment i sing it for the first time in the doc i realized that that lyric was about not giving up on who you're made to be and not giving up on the dream, not giving up on your ambitions and not allowing other voices to impact your choice, whether or not to continue. And when we went and did this, I was coming off of, like I said, two flops. Um, and I, I started having health issues. I've actually spent the majority of everyday nauseous for the last six months. Oh, I've had wow. these really bad health issues. And so I've actually, I've gained a ton of weight. I've gained 80 pounds. I've, I'm, I'm super unhealthy. And I was like, I might never do live shows again, unless I fix this. I'm definitely can't do a live show right now. I'm not in shape for it. And I, I was in a place where I was like, if like, I, I might quit, I, I might stop because I'm starting to run out of hope that anything's going to come of this. Mm -hmm. And in the studio singing those lyrics for the first time, I realized that I needed to keep my eyes closed and I needed to shut everyone and everything out. And I needed to just push forward because I, I know I'm made for this. I, I there's, there's no other version of this life where I'm content and fulfilled and happy mm -hmm. besides doing this. Mm -hmm. And um, I didn't even realize I'd written that and declared that until singing it for the first time. It was unreal. Mm. Holy shit. Damn. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. You're gonna, quite, you're gonna kill it. Yeah, oh, I wasn't quite sure to, what to say, so thanks, Clay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you you definitely touched on this throughout the entire interview, but if you'd like, you can go more in depth here. Uh, where sure. was your headspace at while you were writing the CP? Oh, uh, I was. I think I felt every emotion that a human being can process <laughs> in those three days. Um, I was something that didn't make the doc that I really wanted to put in there was that me and Christian, Christians who who filmed the doc in the studio and captured it all by day two, we were exhausted. Um, I actually felt nauseous and sick the whole time I was there. Oh. Um, at the time I didn't know what was wrong with me. So I didn't know that drinking a single energy drink would knock me out, but I did. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was super sick, but when you're exhausted and spent like that and you're writing music, the, uh, the emotion that you're trying to capture becomes 10 times as powerful. And so I'm actually, I've talked to the label. I'm going to write all my big projects this way. Like I, I can't talk much about it, but my next record, I'm going to go in and I'm going to lock myself in that studio for two weeks and I'm going to leave with however many songs. You're fucking um, crazy. You're going to get like a thousand songs done in like two weeks. man. <laughs> that's, <laughs> like... that's true. I haven't, I haven't accounted for that. So, um, 
but but like when you're when you're talking about ambitions and you're that exhausted that desire to reach an ambition is times 10 when you're singing a song about mental health and granting someone the permission to rest and take a break and breathe um yeah i, I was feeling like i needed permission to rest right so that emotion was drawn out so much more and um i feel like not only have I captured my best work, but I think the vocal performances, you'll hear how much I mean them to an extent that I don't think I've ever captured before. Hmm. Damn. Interesting. Okay. So you said for for your next project, your next album that you're gonna do that you can't, I'm not gonna push because yeah, this yeah. EP isn't even out yet. So I'm, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna poke you. But yeah. uh you said you're gonna do this for the rest of your projects that, that you I, I think put out. Rest of my life. If I have not side side projects excluded, main projects, I'm I'm to me, there's no experience like what I experienced. Like I came out of there changed. And yeah. uh, like that sounds really dramatic and extra. Like I'm aware of how that comes across. Like I'm a douchebag who thinks like I had a spiritual experience in the studio. <laughs> but like on the real, I left there. I think I've I've had more emotional spiritual breakthrough since that day than I've had in a confined six month period in my entire life. Damn. Um, it, it was it was therapy like true mm -hmm. therapy in there yeah and when you're in the business of capturing emotion expressing emotion and reaching other people's emotion mm -hmm. i think it's if you can get to a place where the emotion is that enhanced and raw and strong like there's no going back you have to get there again so yeah yeah my, my next record i've got <laughs> you're gonna think i'm crazy i've had it written for two years i just need to record it and refine it and do that in an isolated space so okay because that was my follow-up question i was going to ask you if if you were just going to go in blind again and just kind of have everything raw and unfiltered but it's already written yeah what i imagine i'll do is i have i mean i because it's written two years ago how much of it's going to make the cut be revised etc i don't know but i'm going to go in with just i want to do it like a madman since the studio is mine for two weeks I want like post-it notes and papers on the walls. I want lore stuff, plot <laughs> stuff like surrounding yeah. me. My head's fully in it. And so, yeah, I've got, you know, I one of the last interviews we did was about Uncaged. I wrote a 40-page lore document in one night. Yeah. Um, over the last two years, this lore document's gotten hefty. So, <laughs> dude. Um, I can only imagine. It like struggles to load when you open it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's it's a lot. So, um, I, I'm confident. I've I've been not wanting to start the next record yet because i can tell it's it's unlike it's unlike anything i've done before and i think it's it's gonna be i mean i always say my next one's gonna be my best but it's next level for sure it's a different thing <laughs> it, it's funny how every single time we talk to you we wind up talking about the next project and you always say it's unlike anything you've ever done before and you are honestly one of the only artists we talk to where that rings true 100 percent for the mm -hmm. entire project like obviously yeah. these artists will talk to them a couple of tracks here and there is like a step in a new direction but it's 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 unlike an artist to take a step in a different direction every single time they put something out you know yeah you're just buttering me up, man. Uh, that is exactly what I'm doing. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna leave this interview feeling way too good about myself, and it's gonna cause problems. Well, like, listen, bro, you take that and you go write kidding. a fucking banger. Exactly, yeah. go write your your second album that isn't even out yet. <laughs> I got you, just for you, just for you. Hell yeah! Hell yeah. Session tomorrow, so I'll uh, let you know what I come up with because of you guys. All right. <laughs> All right. Sounds good. <laughs>
sounds good. Uh, so how do you recommend your fans to listen to this EP for the first time? Should LSD. they play in the car with friends? Dark with that? Oh, what happened? LSD shrooms. <laughs> oh, goddamn! On everything. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not even up. talking microdose, like macrodose, like just hit it hard. God damn! No, I don't. I don't actually. You want know. them to I even don't... listen to it, process it. <laughs> I want them to wake up the next day, going, "I don't know what the hell happened, but I've experienced it." You know, yeah, I, I lived I'm... it basically. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt your question. By the way. I'm oh just... no! I mean, you've heard it like five times. I don't need That's to do true. the whole spiel. <laughs> sorry about it. I felt so rude for a second. I was like, "Damn!" I just interrupted. Myself. No, you're good. You're you're like the only person that can interrupt because you already know how the question is going to end. You're good. You're good. I, that's an honor. I hope you know. I need a plaque. Can interrupt good noise during. <laughs> I'll hang it right here next time we talk. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Put you in your place. I'm just kidding. Remind, remind you. Remind you who I am. I'm just joking. You guys are a way bigger deal than me. You interview like all my favorite people. Oh. Um, on the real, if you're not into shrooms and LSD, mm-hmm. um, I hope that I've written a record that every song kind of needs to, like, almost needs to be experienced in a different context. Like, some of these are car ride bangers, and other ones are like, you're crying in the shower. Absolutely. So, I, I hope that there's everyone, their first experience with it is, like, they kind of go through what I went through. It's a whole range, and... I think I want every situation to be both the right and wrong situation to experience it in a way. All right. Sounds good. Uh, so this question should be super, super quick off the top of your head. I want you to describe the CP for new listeners in three words, no more, no less. I really need to pregame for you guys better. <laughs> you just got to watch the previous interviews we've done. I literally, you, you literally did that. <laughs> <laughs> it hasn't changed oh. since the crown and chains days. I know it's bad no. that I haven't learned. Uh, I'm going to say, I'm going to keep it really simple. And I'm just going to say, dream your future. Hmm. Huh? Mm-hmm. All right, we'll take it. Uh, so is there a certain feeling or emotion you want this EP to invoke in your listeners? All of them. Um, but I don't know if this is wrong or not to want. I kind of want confusion. Hmm. I want like an element of man, what is he going to do next? Like, cause track one and two track one kind of puts you through several different genres. Track two is its own freaking thing. Mm-hmm. And then I want going into track three and four people to be like, I honestly have no idea what's about to happen. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like that, that's where I want people to be left. So, you know, everything we've talked about already, but also I think a little bit of confusion in a good way, you know, I think mm-hmm. that'd be, I so obviously listened to it before this. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if the Dropbox you sent us is in order or if it's just in alphabetical order, because okay. I was I was left in total confusion. Um, but I think it My might bad. it par- probably wasn't in order. Yeah, it, but Aww. I think even more so because it wasn't in order. So if if you want your fans to be in even more confusion, mm-hmm. hit the shuffle button. Yeah, <laughs> and I think it Absolutely. can be shuffled. What so, so? Do you know what order you listen to? I'm so I curious. Because you said Dreams is track one, right? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was like track three when I when we listened through. Ooh. But I could tell you, right? So now. the order is Die Today, Don't Open Your Eyes, Dreams, and Permission to Rest. Oh, that is a really chaotic order. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> yeah. Sorry about it. I should have sent a track list. It should be Dreams, Die Today, Permission to Rest, Don't Open Your Eyes. Okay. Wow. 
Yeah, we yeah, listened to it all out of fucking whack. Yeah, God. It wouldn't have changed much. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> it's pretty ridiculous, those four oh songs. Yeah. yeah. Can I ask you a question? Am I yes. allowed to do that in an yeah. interview? Yeah. What was, if you remember, what was each of your personal favorite from the EP? It was the opener for me. It was which one? The op- Oh, fuck. Well, the opener for you is an actual opener. Die yeah. today. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. I, I'm with Glory on our first track, Die Today, and also Dreams. But I also thought that although Permission to Rest is not the closing track on the EP, it makes for a great closer. It does. That's true. Yeah. That's true. I was, for a moment, I considered swapping Permission to Rest and Don't Open Your Eyes as the closer. Um, for a moment. Because it does kind of have like almost end credit feels to it. It does. It? Yeah. yeah. It's that slower vibe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. that's cool shade i don't know if you remember when i was in the studio recording die today i actually sent you on instagram snippets of it that's that you, song you did because that was the that was like the heavy one with the breakdown right yeah 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 i yeah. thought of you yeah. in the studio i i, I Glory, i'm the one that likes breakdowns here you just like i like breakdowns too like slaughterhouse was my third favorite song Glory yesterday goes we're, li- we're interviewing a lot of metal bands i'm like yeah because you like ice nine kills now and she's like and she's like that's <laughs> pop music it. compared to this <laughs> so you like Death you like core, pop metal you. stop yeah <laughs> give me some good pop metal Next um, time I'm in the studio, Glory, I'll send you something I don't send Shane. Just to, you know, ruffle the feathers Maybe. between us. Yeah, <laughs> I'll send him a screenshot sure. and a boo boo. <laughs> um, so, what is your favorite memory that you made while creating this EP? Oh, uh, you know, I. It's it's so fun to watch, the moment uh, that that low growl that's in the background of Die Today. Mm-hmm. Um. I had never done that before. You're hearing my first time trying that. And so I'm actually, I'd been doing like my typical high screams all day. And uh, so by this point, my vocals are shot, right? And the the mix engineer, Jason, he's mixed um, and worked on a ton of really, really big metal records. That's kind of where he got his start. And so he was like, dude, have you ever done a low growl? Because I'm totally hearing one here. And I was like, bro, that's not going to happen. I was like... (laughs) Like when I say I haven't done a low growl, I haven't even like closed my door alone and done it to see if I can do it. <laughs> yeah. right? Like, like I haven't like, you know, you know, like when you're like, I wonder if I can sing, you said a voice memo and you sing and then Ooh. you hear it back. I wonder if I could do that. And you're like trying to learn what your cable level. Like, I, I sound like Taylor Swift right now. <laughs> 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 Meanwhile, I could shatter the glass in my car. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I haven't even like, on my own tried to see if i'm cable he's like bro try it and so you can see me in the vocal booth like guys this is gonna suck and if it sucks we're just gonna delete this from the dock and pretend it didn't happen wow and i do the screen i do the low growl and christian can't even hold the camera because he's shocked that that noise came out of my body mm-hmm. everyone in the whole room is like did that just happen Jason, who's a relatively quiet guy, he walks up to the vocal booth and gets in my face and goes, bro, he's He's like yelling at me. And I, the first thing I say when I hop in the mic is, are you guys pranking me right now? Because I can't hear it. I have headphones on. I have no idea what I just did. And they're like, bro, we are not joking. So I'm like, okay, let me get a full take. And then I'm going to come out and hear it for the first time. And then I had that same experience they did hearing it back. I was like, did you put effects on that? Is there a format? Is there distortion? He's like, there's nothing on that vocal. 
that came out of your body. And so I think that memory, it was just, we were all tired. It was halfway through day two and we were getting a little discouraged. And so that just got us re-amped up. Like the energy in the room was totally different. It was awesome. That's fucking crazy. What can't you do? I'm sorry we're gassing you <laughs> up so much, but like it's well-deserved, man. <laughs> Oh, yeah, shit. don't ask me to dance. That's where my limitations are. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, as a drummer, everyone thinks you can dance as a drummer. Mm-hmm. I know rhythm. I have rhythm, but mm-hmm. it's just, it's bad, guys. It's really bad. It's okay. As long as you don't do like a like a dance group or something for your next project, I think I think you'll be safe. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Don't give me ideas. Don't become a DJ. <laughs> a fucking DJ. <laughs> no. Uh so god damn i mean it's a you're natural (laughs) all right now i know you're you're buttering me up (laughs) there is nothing natural about whatever just happened here (laughs) all right i'm a little self-aware okay (laughs) i'm glad we're having a fun interview because my last one i was like so recently gone through trauma that I was like dead the whole interview. I'm glad we're having fun again. Because last one, good. <laughs> that's all right. Uh, so for this question, I want you to picture you're on tour. You're at a gas station for a rest stop. You're going in. What is your snack of choice? And for the record, all of the questions from this point forward, we have asked you. We typically only ask the artists once, but it's been a minute, so we're gonna mm-hmm. get updates on all of them. Mm-hmm. Cool. Wait, so these are the non-music questions? Yes. We haven't uh, done that switch yet. Oh, I haven't done my, my switch. She hasn't asked yet. I haven't asked yet. Oh, damn it. I am fucking... No, you've got the first question. Don't worry. You can still ask. Yeah, that's what I'm... Mm. Anyways, sorry. Okay. Gas station snack. Yeah. Uh, well, I just recently learned I'm not supposed to eat chocolate or anything acidic. So that changes my answer. I can't eat potato chips either. Damn. So I'm gonna find a head of lettuce at this point, I guess, because my life is misery. An apple, uh, or yeah, I'm gonna find something, something crunchy, naked yeah. smoothie. Mm. You know, they have those like naked smoothies, not like there's nudity on it, but like it's the brand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, naked. Yeah, yeah. I guess I'd have one of those. My life sucks right now, guys. I can't eat anything. I'm eating like bread. Damn, <laughs> it's tragic. Is it at least like artisan bread, or is it just like white? No, it's 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 white white uh, white bread go- it goes kind of hard though today i went to jersey mike's i got a white bread sandwich white bread with a bunch of veggies on it because i'm a vegan and it's pretty fucking good bro you're really you're selling it you you're vegan yeah i am dude that just blew my mind yeah my entire life i, mean, I don't know why that's it's not something that should blow my mind necessarily i just had no idea it's pretty crazy yeah yeah mm-hmm. but that was my lunch so white bread goes crazy bro with the with the lettuce and tomato and the pickles and the banana peppers and the oil and vinegar, oh, so good. You know what's crazy though? Like a sweet peppers place can make the most basic thing taste so much better. I don't get it. Why? Sweet. How are they better than me? What are they right. doing? Yeah, exactly. It's a sandwich. Why can't I make it taste as good as that? Maybe yeah. my next project is sandwich. Exactly. Do you open up your own sandwich shop? <laughs> yeah. My parents would be like, "No, I don't want to go to Jersey Mike's. You make it at home." I'm like, "But it's not as good at home." Like the no. the oil and the vinegar just doesn't stay on the bread; it just rolls off. You all don't yeah. have Togos, huh? No. What the, the fuck is it? That what is Togos. Oh, Togos is the best. What's nice? So Togos is a sandwich place. It started in California. This interview is all over the place. It is I all over it. the place. <laughs> yeah. we, talk, we got the project talk out of the way, so we're good now. Exactly. Yeah. We're, we're we're in the clear. Togos is a sandwich place in in California, and their whole thing is like we're just gonna give you 
all of our ingredients, whatever. Like, we're going to, like, you know how most sandwich plate, like, you go to Subway and they, like, grab, like, a freaking needle. Subway goes so hard. Dude, you get um hogo's is like we're gonna just grab however much meat fits in our hand and we're gonna slap it on there we're gonna grab all that like that's kind of <laughs> yeah. the thing so anyway nice i need done. to hit togos mm-hmm. yeah come hang uh, out with me i'll get you togos hell yeah <laughs> um so on the topic of food if the project the cp was a dish what would it be and why uh i don't think you've asked me this one before you um did. maybe you haven't i'm just seeing but I think we have. I'm gonna say, like sushi or like uh, you're probably really confused with that answer. I'll explain. Or um, or like a like a multi layered cake or something that like there's there's a lot of different things going on. Like there's different layers to it, and they're all kind of individual, but they strangely work together. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that makes any sense at all. That's what I'm going for. Okay. So. Mm-hmm. All right, sounds good. You're like, no, not at all. <laughs> no, no, you tied you tied it together. You tied it together, so we'll take it. Cool. For the record, I just want to say we have not asked you this question before, so okay. there you go. That was awesome. New one. I'll remember back to the old time. ones. <laughs> uh, so for these last couple questions, we're going to shift away from music, if that's okay with you. Absolutely not. Guess that's okay. End the recording then. I don't. Wow. What, what do you want me to do? Daniel here? Sherman, it's been a pleasure <laughs> sitting down with you. We we gotta go now. <laughs> We've been the Good Noise Podcast. Goodbye. I had to. I had to make that joke. Damn it. Okay. Well, we're gonna go straight to death row. Boom. So if you're on Boom. death row, what would your last meal be with a drink? I'm gonna have deep dish pizza. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna have a Neapolitan shake from In and Out. Mm. I'm gonna have. Every single food I'm told I can't eat right now, I'm just gonna like buffet style. I'm just gonna eat all of it since there's mm-hmm. no consequences. That'd be great. Hell yeah! Hell yeah. yeah, all of the food. All right, sounds delicious. I love deep. I miss pizza, pizza the most right now, though. I can't have anything tomato. Yeah, because <sighs> can you can you do like a a white pizza? I know they aren't as good, but alternative. I can. At that point, I feel like I'm eating a bread pasta, though. You know, when it's the mm. the white sauce. Yeah, I'll still do it, but fair that's fair. Um, so if you could live in one fiction world for a week, where would you live? The first thing that comes to my mind is a horrible answer. I've been watching The Last of Us. That is not the right. That's answer. my fucking answer. Hell yeah! This, yeah. this is a wrong answer. That is a terrible place to be. But if I you're with it. Pedro Pascal, you're you're fine. That's all I need, oh, man. That man, is. that's it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um. That was such a weird thing to say right now on camera where everyone can see it. I can't believe I just did that. Uh, so not Last of Us World, although that is the world I'm enjoying the most right now. Um, see, the other answer I want to say, I feel like I don't feel that way anymore either. Um, I'm going to say Lord of the Rings. Okay. But, like, during a period of time where there isn't, like, a creepy eye in the sky and, like, an evil ring and a bunch of, like, you know, evil going on. Like, during a time where the hobbits are just getting drunk together at the pub and you're in the grass and you're smoking your whatever they smoke and Gandalf comes and lights fireworks. Like, I want to live in that world. Yeah, they're smoking weed. Oh, yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, Mary yeah. and Pippin. I don't know if you're your Lord of the Rings fan. Fucking love Mary and Pippin. Yeah. Dude, the extended versions. What I love mm-hmm. about the extended versions is they make it so clear that they're just stoned the whole time. 
Yeah. <laughs> There's literally scenes where you see them just like, you know, sharing a pipe and vibing mm-hmm. out. And it just makes them that much better characters. They're the best. I only watch the extended versions, unfortunately. I commit. It's like three and a half hours, man. Lori, it's crazy. I, I knew, I knew, I knew we were we were connected. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But still, you send Shane the, the sneak peek, so... I got you on the next one. Shane's yeah. gonna have to wait. That's no, it's fine. What the fuck? Story. It's fine. I my girlfriend had never seen Lord of the Rings, mm-hmm. so I told her like 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 not that there's like a prerequisite to dating me, but like kinda like this mm-hmm. is gonna have to happen, right? And I was like, you, I'm not gonna make you watch the extended ones because that becomes a 12 hour thing. Like we're gonna watch it. She was like, no, let's just do the extendeds. Let's just go all in. And I was like. Uh, I don't have a ring yet, but can we? <laughs> I'm gonna get down on one knee anyway. <laughs> yeah, like I'm, I'm ready. That's we're we're good. Solidified. <laughs> That's great. She did it. She like a champ, like a total champ. Watched all of them in like two days. Nice. Holy shit! Yeah, that's like a ten hour like adventure right there. Arguably, way more ambitious than th- four songs in three days. Watching your first Lord <laughs> of the Rings experience extended in two days, like yeah. You know we're cut from the same cloth, so yes, <laughs> hell yeah. Uh, so I have the honor of asking the last question. Every single person we've spoken to has actually said it is the most important question. What is your favorite color? Black. Is that allowed? No. <laughs> really? It's not. It's not. But people can say it, and if like they don't really want to answer the question i allow it but if i feel like i can kind of poke them into like an actual color i usually I do know. like i the black tank top the black like i've been wearing all black lately. okay fine i won't say black i'm gonna say red then and why red <laughs> because you know. said he couldn't say black <laughs> yeah honestly <laughs> it's, it's just it's 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 second best it's up there i guess i don't even know what my I don't know what my criteria is at all. Fair. Question. Fair enough. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna be that one person who then this isn't meant to be rude, but this is the least important. <laughs> this is this is this wow. is I'm gonna, you can no longer say everyone we've interviewed is says this is it's not damn it's it. Not you can okay, say so you'll have to say now. I, now, I'm now Daniel, you just got yourself a free plug in every single interview because now we have to go. Everyone <laughs> except know. Daniel Sherman has said that this yeah. is the most I'm important. I'm gonna question. listen to your next one and I'm gonna see if you go all but one person has said that this <laughs> is Oh the my most god. Important. If you don't, I'm gonna be kind of sad about it. So unfortunately, we won't be doing that. But um <laughs> it was the thought that counts. <laughs> yeah. I get it. But you know what? You're gonna think of me. And that's all I yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Um so as Gloria said, that's all the questions we have to say. Is there anything that you would like to plug? Usually I make a your mom joke here or something like that, but yeah. this project's actually really important. So I'm going to plug it. Go on my YouTube, find I Dream the Future. If you have two hours to spare, dive into the whole thing. If you have five or 10 minutes at a time, it's actually split up into sort of episodes along the way. So watch as much as you can, leave a marker, hop back in. Um, and... I've I say this every year and to be honest I think I lied last year it didn't work out the way I wanted it to but this is going to be the most ambitious year of of music and projects for me it's the stuff we have planned is absurd um it's the type of stuff that I've always wanted to do and never been able to and um so follow me on Instagram Twitter music by Daniel Sherman Spotify everywhere I'm trying TikTok and YouTube shorts and I suck at it. So come give me some love there and help me out and give me advice. Cause it's so not the way my brain is wired. Um, 
Yeah. Oh yeah. All right. Well, thank so you. <laughs> uh, well, thank you, Rosanna. This has been Daniel Sherman, and we have been the Good Noise Podcast.